Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 55. Also, happy new year. It feels so good to be back. I'm excited to get back to creating content. I took about two weeks off from YouTube and podcasting and just everything that goes on as a creative entrepreneur. And while it was a really fantastic break, it was much needed for my mental health, emotional health, and just overall well-being, I did find that I was really missing creating content. With that said, it does tend to be a little more difficult for me to get back into the swing of things, back into flow after taking a break. And this is normal, right? Because you're basically shutting your brain off from everything that you normally do in your day-to-day. And this is something that is so necessary in order to recoup and actually allow yourself to rest and truly take a break and not think about the next thing you need to be doing and to actually be present in the moment. So it is January 2019. It is a brand new year. And if I'm being totally honest, over the past week since the new year, I haven't really felt as if anything had changed. And I think it was because I was procrastinating getting back into my routine. And what I've learned, especially after taking quite a few breaks over last year, I took one over the summer. I did a two-month summer hiatus, and then I took another break, obviously this two-week break in December. And what I'm noticing is that I seem to try to force myself to get back into a routine or to get into flow instead of just kind of embracing the moment and allowing myself to feel that inspiration again and to want to do something, to want to create content. Because again, when you take a break and you shut your mind off and you haven't been creating for some time, it's difficult to turn that switch back on. And in the past, I've tried to force that. And so at the start of this year, I've been really cognizant of when I've been trying to do that and when I've been trying to force something. So I've kind of been in the background, just doing my own thing, working on stuff, I'm about to launch something really, really exciting that I cannot wait to share with you guys. And I really think it's going to benefit so, so many people out there. So yay. So the main topic I want to talk about today in this podcast episode is pressing the reset button. Because of course, with the new year comes a clean slate, a fresh start. And even if you're not really feeling like it is the new year, like how I've been feeling over the past week, there are still ways that we can sort of press the reset button and gradually 
you know, get ourselves back into a routine without making it feel forced or just, you know, going gung ho. I feel like so many people go really gung ho at the beginning of the year, which is great. It's awesome to be excited and motivated and ready to attack your goals. But I find when we're so gung ho at the beginning, we almost expend all of our energy, or at least I do. I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I expend all of my energy up front. And then by the end of January, I've made so many plans and done so much stuff that just the thought of continuing on makes me feel really overwhelmed, anxious, stressed out, and that ultimately leads to burnout, which is something I experienced a lot last year. So my theme for this year, it's more of a phrase, is life and business with less hustle and more flow. Because last year, while it was an amazing year, I hustled my tail off. I worked so incredibly hard and I just want to infuse more flow and more joy and just hold that space for inspiration and clarity to find me. You know, there's that quote that says, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. So I'm trying to reel in my type A personality a bit and stop planning as much, which is really hard for me because I love to plan. It's like my favorite thing to do. I love getting organized and setting goals. But I have found that when I just allow more space for opportunities and for inspiration, that's when the real magic happens. And that's not something you can plan for. All you can do is hold space for that. So today I want to share some steps with you on pressing the reset button for the new year. There are four steps or phases I've kind of been going through. And again, whenever I start a little process or a mini journey, I like to come on here and share it with you guys in case you are feeling the same way. Hopefully some of you are. Otherwise, I guess I'm just making this podcast episode for myself. So when it comes to pressing the reset button, and this doesn't necessarily have to be at the beginning of a year, this can be at the beginning of every single week or a new month or just a new phase or transition. But I find that especially after the holidays, it's really easy to feel off your game. And a lot of the time that's because you're surrounded by family and friends, you have your vacation time, you know, you're taking time off of work and you're just really focusing on the holidays and being more present. Or maybe that wasn't what your holidays looked like. Maybe you were hustling and grinding and working really hard. Either way, I feel like it's a good idea to take some time to press the reset button and do yourself a favor, show yourself some grace and give yourself that fresh start and that clean slate that a new year brings. So what I always find in the new year, especially during the first week and especially this year, is that obviously it's hard for me to get back in flow. And I find that I too get very gung-ho with my goals, setting goals and all these plans. But then there's this feeling of aimlessness that creeps in because I look at everything I've planned out and I realize there's so much to do that I don't know exactly where it is I want to start. And that causes me to procrastinate even more. So this is why I have, you know, my overarching goals and intentions, and I absolutely have to break them down into smaller bite-sized chunks. Otherwise I get too overwhelmed and I procrastinate and I won't get anything done. So it's great to have a big picture, but it's being able to take your big picture and break it down into really small, actionable steps that you can take to get to that big picture. So I found the root of my aimlessness is not only because I haven't broken down my goals and my overarching intention into bite-sized chunks and actionable steps, 
it's because there's this sense of dread when it comes to creating with no end in sight. And this is something that I really learned last year. Again, I was talking about how often I took breaks last year because I felt like I always had to be on. I always had to be creating something. I always had to have ideas, you know, big ideas. I just always had to be this version of myself that is not sustainable. It's not normal to function at a level where you were always on and always creating and always doing. I feel like Western culture dictates that we always be doing something and you're rewarded if you're doing something all the time. But what about being? What about simply just being present and being in your body and asking yourself what it's like to be you in this moment, what it's like to have achieved all of the things in the past, you know, just truly sitting and being. And that's where meditation and journaling has come into play because that allows me to really focus on the present moment. That's why it's become such a staple in my morning routine. And that's also why I talk about it all the time on here, because if you are having trouble being present and you're always on the go and always doing, 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 then you need to take some time to actually just be, just sit and be. And it's the hardest thing to do because that's when the dark shadows and all those thoughts tend to creep up. And I found I tend to push them away with action and doing things. That's how I sort of distract myself instead of dealing with those dark shadows and those thoughts. We have to face them at some point. Otherwise, they're just going to linger in our subconscious. So when I do have that feeling of aimlessness and I have that sort of dread when it comes to creating and just constantly creating with no end in sight, the first thing I do is I ask myself, what is this feeling trying to tell me? Why am I feeling aimless? Why am I feeling this dread? And again, I already sort of answered this because I need to have some sort of end point. So the very first thing that I have done for this year when I've been planning through all my goals is to sit down and actually prep all of my content ahead of time. And not all of my content, because again, I want to hold that space for inspiration, but at least two weeks worth of content. If I can batch two weeks worth of content and get it done, you know, get it filmed, edited, uploaded, whatever I need to do in a three-day time period, and then for those remaining 11 days, that's where I can sort of hold space for that inspiration to strike for the next two weeks. And again, I can live with more flow and less hustle. Now, with the way my mind works, I tend to do better if I can batch like items and get them done in bulk. So it's very hard for me to go through my day and do something that requires a different part of my brain every single day. I find that I'm more scattered. I'm disorganized. That may work better for you. If this is a little bit of trial and error, you have to figure out if you're someone who likes to batch something that really uses one part of your brain. Like when I'm creating something, that's very different than when I'm editing something. And that's also very different from when I'm doing more administrative tasks. So for example, today is more of a content creation day for me because that's just the headspace I'm in. I felt very inspired when I woke up this morning to just create content. So I'm recording this podcast. I'm recording another one after this. So that's my two weeks worth because I do one podcast per week. And earlier this morning, I already filmed two YouTube videos. So I have those ready to go because again, I do one YouTube video per week. So this way I'm batching all of my content. I'm doing all of my content creation in one day. And then I will edit everything tomorrow or the next day because that uses a different 
portion of my brain to edit versus creating. So what I found is if I can sit down and prep all my content ahead of time, then I don't have that feeling of aimlessness and dread because I know there's an endpoint. I know that once I do that for at least five to six days, basically a week, I don't have to really think about creating anything unless I want to. That keeps me from procrastinating. The second thing I'm doing in pressing the reset button is I am scheduling actual breaks in my planner and in my calendar. So I've actually been really getting into the moon phases. I've been reading a book called Lunar Abundance and I think her name is Lizzie Spencer. I'm probably totally butchering that, but I will leave the link to the Lunar Abundance book in the show notes for you if you want to check it out. And if you want me to do a more in-depth podcast episode on that, then just send me a DM on Instagram or email me, let me know. But without going into too much detail, I've really been paying attention to the yin and yang phases of the moon. And you guys, if you get into lunar abundance and the moon phases, it is absolutely insane how much the moon governs the feminine in general. I'll just say that because I am totally synced and totally lined up with the phases of the moon, just my body, my mind, spiritually, everything. So these yin and yang phases are really helpful for me because I know when it's time to take action, that's your yang phase. And then I know when it's time to schedule a bit more of a break to just be, and those are the yin phases of the moon. So I've been sort of going along that spiritual path there, and I'm finding that it's really working for me. Again, if you guys want a more in-depth podcast episode on that, then just let me know. The third thing I am doing in pressing the reset button is taking time to just be. So as I mentioned in the earlier portion of this episode, I am the master of distraction. I noticed that I don't really sit with the dark shadows and those darker thoughts because I don't like to be in a space of negativity, but it's important to just be and face those thoughts. And a lot of the time they are fears. It's important to face those and work through them again. Otherwise they just linger in your subconscious and we don't want that. So some of the things I've been doing to take time to just be, and this is really what I'm doing in those yin phases of the moon is going for walks just because not necessarily walking the dog, not doing it for exercise, but really just to go for a walk and just walk, look around at nature, feel the sun on my face, feel the breeze rustling through my hair to sit on the edge of the dock and look out at the lake and to just be, just to allow my thoughts to come and go as they want to, to observe them and not judge them. I've also been doing more creating just for me. So not creating content for other people or that will be put in front of other people, whether that's painting, writing, learning to play the piano, which is something I'm still working on. These are not necessarily things I'm going to showcase or share with other people. It's just for me because I felt like creating something just for the sake of creating something. And the fourth thing I am doing in pressing the reset button is embracing all the feelings and all the seasons of life. So this is what I was talking about when I mentioned observing your thoughts and the things you're doing and not judging them, but simply just being an observer, almost like a third party who's looking into your life and looking into your mind. I've decided this year, I don't want to try to change my feelings, my thoughts, or the specific season of life I'm in. If it's more of a hustle season or more of a flow season, I'm not going to try to change them. And at the same time, I'm not going to get overly attached to them. 
Because when you attach to certain thoughts, certain feelings, and certain seasons of life, especially the seasons, if I attach to the hustle season, that's going to equal burnout because I'm hustling, 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 working my tail off, never taking a break. So attaching myself too much to that hustle season, again, is going to lead to burnout. And attaching to the flow season, that's actually going to lead to me feeling guilty because I'll continue to ask myself the question, could I be doing more? What should I be doing right now? And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna feel burnout or guilt. So the best way I know how to do this is to not try to change my feelings and my thoughts and these different seasons of life, but to just observe them without judgment, recognize what state of being I'm currently in and just go with it. So for me this year, the reset button is different because in previous years, it was all about setting goals and you know, attack, 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 hustle mode, achieve these goals, do as much as you possibly can in the first quarter and the second quarter and just see how long you can possibly go and just keep hustling. And this year I want to approach things differently because in the last quarter of the year, I did approach things differently and I really liked how it turned out. So really what I'm pressing the reset button on is that go, go, go state of mind where I always have to be doing something. That's what I'm pressing the reset button on because I don't want to do that anymore. And I've learned that it is not sustainable. So just to recap, in order for me to avoid feeling that aimlessness where I have so much to do and I don't know where to start, that's where my first step comes in where I'm going to sit down and prep all content ahead of time, at least two weeks worth of that content, batch it and get it done in three days. So then I can hold that space for the remaining week or more, hold that space for inspiration to find me and to strike and to just feel more in flow to mitigate feeling that dread. Like there's no end point and I'm just going to be constantly creating forever with no break. I am scheduling actual physical breaks into my planner and into my calendar. So hopefully I'll have my balance of hustle and flow with a nice break in between. And then the third and fourth step really tie into pressing the actual reset button where I'm taking time to just be, whether that's going for walks just because, creating just because, or closing my eyes with my hands on my belly and breathing for a few minutes. And lastly, embracing all the feelings and all the thoughts and all the seasons of life without trying to change them and without getting too attached to them. So that is it. That is all that I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you check out my personal development book, Be Your Own Hashtag Goals. It was released on May 1st, 2018. And really with the topics that we cover in this podcast, I go into a lot more detail in that book. I hope you guys have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world while you're listening to this. Have an amazing start to your 2019 and I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.